I'm so excited to drink tonight. Man, I, I, I can't wait to go to the bar. Less like All good. You three, again. It's us. My horse has a flat. Happy hour. Happy hour starts now. Hello, everybody. I am Dylan. Yes, he is. I'm William. I'm Patrick. We are the three guys. And this is Happy Hour with the Three Guys. And if you are turning tuning in for the first man, it's gonna be turn (laughs) (laughs) if you turn up like we are. Uh welcome to episode thirty two of Happy Hour with the Three Guys. And if it's your first time listening to this particular podcast, let's go over a few things. We're at the bar and we're gonna drink and you're gonna listen and we're gonna talk to you and you're gonna talk back and um Hopefully somewhere along the way it's gonna be funny. It's it's it may not be funny, but it will be deeply inspirational. Might not be funny to you, but it's going to be funny to us. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> Thanks, bartender. <laughs> Thanks, book. <laughs> Patrick is looking pained over there right now. Tell hey, everybody what you did. Yeah. You want to explain why you look like you're uh, rubbing a hemorrhoid with sandpaper? A friend of mine made some hot sauce. 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 It's not even sauce. It's sauce. Hot sauce. It's called the other Frank's hot sauce, and it is made with ghost peppers. He blended them up, and he put them in a jar. Okay. That's it. Okay, cool. Oh, no. Nope. Oh, my God. Oh, I can smell that thing until... No, that's a no. The I'm, flavor is amazing. The flavor is so good. But the heat is just this god fuck. Of. That, that, that sounds very unpleasant. Oh, it's it's right up the ass. I just realized I did not give a tidbit in the last episode, but that's okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, how's everybody doing? I'm dying. It's not that bad. I'm still a pirate. I want to have more. Like, I'm about to dip some more. I'm not sure what that's related I'm, to. I'm not but sure I'm what that's, that's a euphemism for. My tongue is numb. Oh. Your Tony's numb? Yep, my Tony's are numb. <laughs> got a got a numb Tony. Get the Oscars out. <laughs> Jesus. That is the first time three guys happy hour and Oscar has ever been uttered in the same sentence. And will ever be. Mm, you ever get a sore on the side of your tongue? No, no, I didn't. No, that's that's just the pepper eating through your shit. I never get that. Jesus. Well, I didn't want it to count, and it went up like five. <laughs> We're still using the digital bottle opener, by the way, folks. And by that, Dylan means he's still using the digital bottle opener. I want it to work so bad. Maybe it's working so well that it's just in the future. That doesn't make sense. But okay. Maybe. Oh my god. So so what's what's getting being poured over here? Well, the bartender handed me a bomber of Schlafly Groot. It's an ale brewed with spices, herbs, and botanicals. Is, um, it, is it Groot? About to find out. So, yeah. Oh Jesus. shit. Patrick's horse had an accident on the way over, and he hit his head. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> then why are you eating it? Because it's so good. It's not supposed to be food if that's what it does to your body. It has so much flavor. It just it just turns into Satan. 
I mean, it's basically salsa. No. Oh, it really is. It's so good. You gotta. But I like my salsas to be salsa, and I like my sauces, my sauces to be sauce. You don't be disappointed. It's just this makes me want to rub nickels across my gums. Your nipples. Nickels. He likes to rub nickels across his nipples, folks. You heard it here first. He likes. He enjoys nickelback on his gums. Oh God, that's worse. I want to. Are you gonna try this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I right. want to take a roll of pennies to my gums. That's how this feels. He enjoys the pennies on his gums. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Dale, now Dell's gonna. Oh yeah, I'm dip dipping. It. Oh it. boy. That's it. That's the love. Doing a dollop here. Yeah. Okay. Well. I mean, it's hot, but yeah. he's he's overreacting a little bit. Well, I got a little more than you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do the man thing here. Mine was more than yours. Alright. Alright. Mm. You guys go go right the fuck ahead on that. I'm not touching it. Mm. It's not that bad. No. It, the the last thing good, you said right? wasn't that bad. Like, my nose ran for an hour. You like the flavor? Yeah. No. Mm. Is that more than you had? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, Mr. Big Nuts McGee over mm-hmm. here. Um, those were some really huge nuts. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like we're going to find out things on this particular installment. I already had to run, so I figured I might as well just roll with it. Episode 33 now. Yes, episode 33. Yes. You're making a mess. I like it. A mess? Mm-hmm. I like everything to be cordial. He likes it sloppy. I got the hiccups now. Oh. Yep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's what my body does when I screw something way too hot. My, mine does that a lot. <laughs> so you might have the front man, front man this for a little bit. Awesome. <laughs> it's not even. It's not just hiccups. It's convulsive hiccups. That's the best part. All my hiccups are. Oh, it's the big ones. Yeah, <laughs> it's those big deep ones. <laughs> so yeah. Home, homemade ghost pepper sauce. Great flavor. Yeah. Bit of heat. Um, hiccup producer. It does produce the hiccup. <laughs> that's, oh man, that's fantastic. Stop. Done? Chip. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not as hot as you're making it out to be. I got surprised. But you... You've had it before. I'm drinking. So am I. It surprised me. Fucking mushrooms give me the hiccups. Stop <laughs> looking at me like that. <laughs> oh, man. Good audio. No, oh, you're not even... Uh... Oh, you... Good yeah, audio. Get some. No. It's not that bad. Yeah, dude, you... you it's know. just pepper. It's I mean, mm-hmm. it smells like jalapeno. Yep. Jalapeno's easy. This is basically the blood of Christ. So, I'm allergic to that? Yeah. Apparently. Okay. Stop it. Yeah. That's hot. Mmm. That's really hot. It's got some space to it. I'm just trying to stop hiccuping. There's a lot of Kevin Spacey in this jar. Oh, yeah, that's really hot. Kevin Spacey. Yeah. (laughs) Dylan with his, like, half... Full half ounce he put on one single chip got me feeling a little bit uh, 
Mm. Boom. <laughs> it turns out I was very, very wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's good audio. Just great audio right there. That's going to be terrible audio. Oh, good audio. Ugh. Very professional podcast. Crackle. Crack, snap, crackle, pop. Um, so what, I'm what just trying this? to control my diaphragm right now. What's this beer we're having? We are having... Schlafly, I said this already. Schlafly Groot, ale brewed with the spices, herbs, and botanicals. 5% ABV. Mm-hmm. And that. That's what we're having. Okay. I think the hiccups are done. All right, cool. I think we got to, we should remove that. Mm-hmm. Let me just have one more. Since we're getting such good crunching audio today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's hot. It's gonna be a good podcast today, guys. I'm glad that happened. That makes one. What? I'm I'm glad it happened. I still got a burn. I still got a burn. I'm gonna have a burn for a couple days. I'm a sore on my side of my tongue. It's not the reason, but it's just there. It could be the reason. Yeah. All right. So let's try this uh, Schlafly Grouped. Oh. Well, I made the mistake of having all that hot sauce, and yeah. now I can't taste anything else. I can taste quite a bit here. Is it a sour? Um, it's a Groot. Well, I mean, if it's a sour, I'd understand why you can't taste anything. <laughs> this seems sour-esque to me. This is like a bouquet. A bouquet of lovely flowers. Yeah, I don't taste it. It, um... It's kind of herby. I do get that. I don't get much else. It's either a cat in a litter box or a mouse. Oh, or a cat. That's a cat. Getting a mouse from the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of flavors to it. Yeah, you have a bucket nearby? Um well there's an empty trash can over there. I think we should have a bucket near Patrick for this one. So, I, I forgot to do the tidbit of the week last week. And the one that I was going to use last week is about platypi. Which, actually, the plural version of platypus is platypuses. So, yeah. It's weird. That sounds wrong. Yeah, it does. But anyway, um, platypuses don't have nipples. Of all the weird stuff about this mammal, it doesn't have nipples. Like every other mammal ever. Their young lick milk from patches of skin that secrete milk as though it were sweat. That's fucking weird. Yeah. To add to the weirdness of the platypus. Oh, shit. There's another critter that does that. There's a couple, but I don't think they're mammals that do that. Anyway. Right. So that was that was the tidbit for last week. All right, cool. I like it. I have a tidbit for this week. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Well, we'll forget if we don't. And we're already like 20 minutes deep. We're not. We're like 11 minutes deep. Yeah. But. You know what? All right, fine. Tidbit, <laughs> tidbit this week. <clears throat> the word okay is the single most recognized word or phrase globally across all languages. Does anybody here know what okay actually stands for? Orgasm control. <laughs> Close, I'm sure. <laughs> OK's act, you know, actual, uh, actually an abbreviation for 
all correct. But why? Because back in uh, the Victorian times, a group of what is practically now known as hipsters in New England made a fad out of abbreviating common phrases at the time, but misspelling them intentionally. At the time, one of the most common phrases was all correct, which to be hipsters, they abbreviated with O and K. It stuck, and now that's what we we still have. That's nuts. Yep. Hipsters thought they'd be cool or something, and now the most recognized saying around the world. Fucking A. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Patrick, well, that's you, not... you look like you're suffering. I just want to peel my tongue. No, you want to shed that going tongue? Going back to that again. <laughs> to tie in, we're going to go ahead and do this because right. I want to. I, I want to make. I've been. I've been trying to talk about this topic for like months now, mm. and it's something that Patrick and I talked about a little while ago. But we're going to go ahead and get this topic out of the way because my song at the end is going to be related to this. Um, everybody knows that. In episode four, five, six, and so on, Jedi were just Jedi. They were strong with the Force. But then in episode one, they did Mitochlorians. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Let's talk about Mitochlorians. What do you think about Mitochlorians? I think that... Um, well, first of all, I think that uh, George Lucas is a fucking idiot. Yeah, I, I just, it's it's so weird. I wish I could just, we need to get him on the podcast, and we need to just be like, so bro, 4, 5, and 6 were really good, and then you decided that you wanted to fuck it in episode 1. Mm -hmm. But if you ask him, he always says, well, that's what I always intended anyway. Yeah. yeah. But I, I just, it doesn't... That's sort of like... You know, that confirms for a fact he meant for Luke to kind of make out with his sister. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It's basically the best Star Wars film of the original trilogy was Empire. And that just proved that George, the, the less that George Lucas had to do with it, the better. Yeah, pretty much. And it's, just, it's the fact that George Lucas got this big head about it, got this big idea about it, like, oh, well, yeah, I created this universe and I'm, I'm going to add this other shit to it. Um, it was shit. It was dumb. It was stupid. It was like, oh, Minicorians gotta have a high Minicorian count to be a Jedi. The entire fun of A New Hope and Empire and Return of the Jedi was anyone could be a Jedi. Right. Right. All you had to do was believe in the Force. And that was something familiar to everyone because everyone's been exposed to religion. Well, I mean, that was the thing. It was it was closely related to religion in the first place. Mm -hmm. I mean, the force is basically religion, mm -hmm. and and how strongly you believe and how you can talk to the force dictates how much force power you have. Yeah. Next thing you know, he was like, "Well, I'm going to make these other movies, and they're going to prequels, and it's going to lead up to being." Darth Vader, the only reason they are enjoyed today is as part of a meme. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I, I enjoy them only because it gave us kind of a backstory. 
Yeah, the backstory's fine. It may not be great, but I mean, at least it kind of filled in that gap. And it's kind of like Origins with Wolverine. It, it, it's pretty shitty, but at least we got to kind of see it. I don't mm-hmm. speak of that. <laughs> the main issues with it are are what George Lucas had added in, in his terrible oh, yeah. writing. And I mean, you, you look at everything he wanted to do. Every time they re-release a DVD, they change it. Like when they added the fucking Darth Vader scream. Yeah. Or when they tried to clarify who shot first. That was fucking stupid. I don't understand why. Why? Why? It was settled. It, well, see, it, it was settled, but the but the fact is, the special edition movies are considered canon, and in those, Han shot second. Yeah, they wanted Han to be the good guy all the way through. Yeah, which is fucking stupid. The whole point of Han was that he wasn't a good guy. Yeah, but he decided to help the rebellion. Right. I say Han shot first. He did in in the actual movie yeah. in the original before they added. But if you go into the it. re-release, it shows him shooting second, like it physically. Shot first? Yes, in the in the re-releases. Not only that, well, that's they, wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not only that, but with the the re-release, the special edition, they added a shit ton of blue hue to the entire film, the entire thing. You can look at it and be like, oh, look at the original. Look at the the. Special edition, and they made it blue. That makes sense. There's no fucking reason. Yeah, things used to be a lot bluer. Apparently, and, a long, and it was long a very, very ago, long time ago. Yeah, things would have been a shit ton bluer. There were a lot of decisions they made uh, for the special edition that just blew my fucking mind. Like uh, what was it? it was, I think it was Sanskrit or something like that. They found uh, they dated it back to like some of the earliest writings known. That just literally newly formed man would have been jotted down, and even in its text, it said, "I'm blue, daba dee daba die." Jesus, God, fuck! <laughs> With the intensity that Patrick was listening to the story, it was just getting more and more fun. As I, I was really on. into it, I was just like, "There's something here I haven't heard. Let me let me parse this out." And then it was like it was it was a goddamn lie. <laughs> it wasn't a lie because. You know, uh, architect's note said, blew his house with a blue little window. God, I just, you know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I don't like midichlorians. It was, a, it, was a, a, it was a different galaxy. The blue doesn't count. This is one thing I really like about... Eiffel 65 was from a different galaxy. Not the one that Star Wars was in, though. This is one Thankfully. thing I really like about uh, The Last Jedi was at the very end, and you see the kid pull the broom to his hand. That, like, I mean, there's so so many. Well, they've completely rewritten all the prequels with with the new two. It's like, oh, this random kid, like he's not a Skywalker, he's not this or that. You know, he pulled the broom to his hand with the Force. It's like that's fucking cool. That comes back to the original. And and something that I like about the the what what do they call? They got the prequels and the. The, the sequels. Uh, what are the, what are they called? The prequels, t- original trilogy, and then the modern or the current. Trequels. Whatever, whatever the tre. Okay, well, trequels. I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, the the trequels have done also. They have have actually had. Like they're they're trying not to have CGI as much as possible. Yeah. Which they're they're trying to keep what was magic about the original three, 
four, five, and six, they're trying. Yeah, it's just it's so much about Star Wars. Yeah, it's but way easier to understand this when you're drunk. Yeah, that's why we're doing so well. <laughs> the first three, you know, that started with four. <laughs> but um, but yeah, they're they're trying to keep. Uh, like animatronics and stuff involved instead of CGI, so yeah. that's that's really cool. I should I, really watch those movies. They're pretty <clears throat> good. The, I think they're closer in relation to four, five, and six than one, two, and three. Yeah, you know, actually, I read a breakdown. Uh, uh, it was a few months ago now, but it was a breakdown of uh, the new villain, um, Snoke. Uh, no, no, the the Snoke. Snokes? You know what? If I already know what I'm talking about and I haven't seen the movies, I don't think I'm going to spoil it for anybody. He's talking about, obviously, the main guy. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so, uh, um... Fucking um, Trent Reznor. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, the guy from Nine Inch Nails. Um, What is his name? See, Uh, that's the thing that sucks about it. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Ren. That's it. He's, he's... I mean, he's really... Like, if you watch the movie, you'll be like, yeah, okay, I can see why he'd be the main villain. But he's not enough to make a memorable impression like Darth Vader was. Well, because he's he's like Darth Vader before Darth Vader became Darth Vader. He's no, he's he's Darth Vader after Darth Vader's dead. He's try, He's just he's Darth Vader too. No, I know, but like if you look at Darth Vader before he was officially Darth Vader, he was Anakin and he was angry and had all the stuff about him. So you take that and you apply that to Kylo Ren, and it's like. Yeah, like he's got all this anger and stuff that he doesn't know how to control. Darth Vader, after he becomes Darth Vader, learns to control it. And he is just pure rage focused into... But he also had a lot of training, whereas Kylo did not. So that's kind of where you get the difference. And And we don't know how much training Kylo got with Luke. Well, in The the Last Jedi, we kind of figured that out. Not much. I'm not going to say anything, but I mean, yeah. it's, it's not... But he's obviously very powerful. He, he's, he's super powerful, and if he would have gone through the training that Darth went through, he would have been amazing. Yep. But I think the fact that he did not, I mean, I think that's what really limits him, and that's what makes him beatable. But, but I think it, again, fact... I mean, Kylo is just not... We had to sit here and think about his fucking name. Mm-hmm. He's, he's just not a memorable... But I think now, I think on the next film, he will become very memorable because he's killed his father... He has killed Snoke. Um, he's become like I mean, with when you come to the Sith, the Sith have to kill their masters. So he's killed. Well, he, he killed Han in the first one. Yeah, and we still didn't remember his name. No, but we saw and him then, in the last and then, Jedi. And then be a Snoke. Fucking badass. And it, well, yeah, I mean, he he was a badass. He was able to fool Snoke into thinking that he was about to kill um, Ray. But in actuality, he was about to kill like uh, Snoke. So like he has become far more powerful. And then seeing him and Ray fight against the the elite guards, like that was amazing. It was me. cool. Yeah, it was very cool. And I think that solidified to me the fact that he has advanced. In the very end, we see him come up against uh, Luke. Luke, of course, ends up being a projection. Um, spoilers. Um, yeah, by the way, if uh, you don't want any spoilers, you shouldn't have been listening to this. No. So, oh, shit, know. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. think they're listening to it anyway, because yeah. it's very muted on the, uh, on the, on the wave. But anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll Anyways, fix that what, in post. Where I was going with this is I, I read this breakdown yeah. of Kylo Ren that I thought was really interesting. And as, uh, as far as the movies went, like, 
uh, as you brought up the second three, which started with one. Fucking uh, <laughs> math. Yeah. Like everybody, you know, everybody hated Jar Jar. Uh, the guy who voiced him and did the mocap for him, like, literally got death threats. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, everybody was really upset about Anakin being this, like, whiny emo teen. And everybody, you know, was just, they hated the fact that so much had <coughs> changed in the first three. Uh, whenever Rogue One came out. I still need to watch uh, that. Every one of those yeah. actors got... Rogue One is excellent. Yeah, I've heard it is. I haven't seen it. I heard I've, it. I've watched part of it, but I haven't. I heard it's highly predictable. No, I mean... I, you know, honestly, Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. But my absolute... this And this is a shock, but my absolute favorite Star Wars movie... Above, Thanks, bartender. Above all of them currently is Solo. I absolutely... I haven't seen that one at I all yet. fucking love it. I've heard that's garbage. And see, people are just being stupid fucking ass cunts about that. Because it is such a good movie. It's I so think good. it can be good. I just... I don't know. They're just milking it so much. That is the main the reason. The franchise yeah. is being milked so much. That's why so people much. got upset. It was just like they were just tired of Star Wars. But I mean, it bombed at the box office, but that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's so good. I love it. I bought it. I, just, a, I, I like, mean, I'm going to have to get it, but... I watched it and I was just like, this is my favorite Star Wars movie. And I fucking bought it. That hmm. and Rogue One are two of my favorite Star Wars movies. I hold your so opinion I, pretty high of Star Wars. I'm going to so. wrangle this train of thought. Kind of like God. This already. So. Ring it, ring it, ring so, it. So like I said, is, uh, people people apparently were very upset with Rogue One. The actors who were involved with it got tons of hate mail about how they, they oh, didn't portray it right. The person who played um, um, Jen Erso, she is just wonderful. She's, she's one of my favorite people. But... Uh, the, the breakdown pretty much went as this. Is Kylo Ren is, to to shave off a lot of the glitz and glamour, just get down to the core of it, he is a big fanboy of the way things used to be. Mm-hmm. Wants them to be exactly as they were towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. And doesn't want to acknowledge any of the changes and all that. And the, no. the whole idea is that Kylo Ren was shaped to mirror the Star Wars audience. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's like he's based off of the old religion and things like that. Is no, it's like it has to be the canon. You can't undo that. The whole, the just the breakdown they did about that was entering is is the idea of it's holding the a mirror up, saying, "This is you, this whiny fanboy that doesn't want anything to be off of what was your original, is you." Yeah, yeah, and you know I can completely see that. Um, and I haven't even seen the movies. <laughs> um, he is, although he is I did pretty hear whiny. from a couple of people who watched it that Solo was garbage. Oh, see, I haven't talked to anybody about so Solo. Much. I haven't talked to I actually, I didn't Solo. talk to him about it, but whenever it came out, I know a couple of people went to see it. And they I have, very, they I have watched Solo five times I think some it of it, out. though, is just the fact that Harrison Ford is not playing a Harrison Ford character. Yeah, and you and get... I, I think there's a certain degree people can't get over that. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's crazy because at one point you have uh, Han Solo speaking uh, Khajiit, not Khajiit. Khajiit, Khashik, Khashik comes to buy your wares. He, he speaks Khashik uh, to. Yes, um, I am very familiar with the War <laughs> of Stars. To Chewbacca, whenever if he you meets have him, coin. and you know, people are like, "Oh, that's unrealistic." How the fuck is that unrealistic when we see? Han clearly understand uh, Chewbacca every time. Yeah, but he, he never talks. spoke it before. 
Yeah, but it's like, oh god, just I love. If I he love understood Solo. it before, so, he so would have spoke it before. I mean, that is did. a good point. I mean, it. I mean, I have seen people that could 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 understand a language but not speak it, and mm-hmm. I've I've never understood that. But yeah. that's a very, very nitpicky bullshit little point. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the wine I was going to go to is exactly about that breakdown I read. Is that's just it? No, he didn't speak it before. He can't speak it now. It's that idea. Yeah, that's that that's so be. stupid. Yeah. But like Chewbacca understands English, and it's is it like English? It's, if England didn't exist a long, long time ago, it's, it's, it's like a, they do in uh, human. Uh, human. He understands galactic basic. I mean, all all the <laughs> yeah. humans spoke that language, so or no, how they like do said, in uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. It's common. <laughs> but but common. Uh, that was the breakdown. That was that whole idea of like Kylo Ren idolizes a past yeah. that's over now. That's that whole idea. It's like, oh well, he can't speak it because you know, he didn't speak it in four, five, or six. Well, I mean, that, that's, that's that idea. This it's, is Kylo everybody. Ren's a of that. Everybody has issues with that. It's it's okay. Star Wars people can't let go. They, they they always go back to four, five, and six. They're the best. That's because they're the first, and they were the. I, that, still, that, I still think four is the best. Well, I mean, well, I mean, the the originals. Any yeah. any of the yeah. originals. They everybody that that saw the originals before the prequels mm-hmm. will always say they're the better ones. I have a lot of nostalgia attached to the original. Nostalgia three. adds so much imaginary mm-hmm. quality to something. Exactly. If you so watch if, them like for what they are. There is so much shit acting. Yeah. One, yeah. there's horrible writing. There is this campy bullshit, and people are like, "Oh, well, uh, the Last Jedi. They were too campy with it. They yeah. were too like fun with it. They made jokes. Mm-hmm. Did you even fucking watch any of the original trilogy? Right, right. All three of them were jokes. But I mean, that's the thing. It, this nostalgia but- adds so much. It's it's just the same way with Star Wars as it is with Star Trek as it mm-hmm. is with Marvel as it is with DC, everything original. Like people can't fucking get past Michael Keaton in Batman. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And and people the and and the people that didn't watch it in '89 uh, when it first came out, they can't get past Heath Ledger's Joker. Or yeah. the people that didn't watch that, they can't get past this. Or the people that. That watched fucking Cyclops, and I'm one of these guys. People that watched fucking Cyclops, James Marsden, uh, can't get past new goofy shit as Cyclops <laughs> now. I mean, you just you, you can't get past the original because it was the first time. Tobey Maguire and mm-hmm. Spider Man, uh, Michael Keaton and Batman. You, you just you can't get past the originals because yeah. they have that nostalgic chunk in your brain, and that's yeah. it's it, and it, it may by all <coughs> accounts be better. Ooh. But you just can't get past it. Bookmark that. We're going to come back to something in there in a minute. Okay. But um, we talk- only spent half an hour, almost half an hour talking about well, Star it's Wars. Serious business. It is serious. How is it and possible? It's, it's, nobody at this bar is still a virgin. Well, how is this possible? I'm the only one that does not have proof that I'm not. So. <laughs> yeah. Hello. My wife actually said today. Well, when I'm twenty, twenty-eight. I think she said her next birthday she was going to stop birth control. And I said, well, I guess we're never having sex again. (laughs) That was an interesting conversation at lunchtime today. We're not going to get into that. But we mentioned mentioned Batman. I'm going to use that as a segue because our next topic is also going to be nerd stuff. Who played the best Batman? Well, fuck my bookmark. 
Robert Downey Jr. Really? That's, that's I was actually Whoa! <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, we were we were gonna talk about who played the best Batman <coughs> and who played the best Bruce Wayne. We're gonna separate mm. those. Yeah. And we can probably go deeper in this for Jokers and, and You know, I'll, I'll, I'll mix mine in here. Uh, because my bookmark was going to be dividing between different actors playing them. I think they stacked up differently. So here's uh, let me try to tie it all together. Uh-huh. Where we're talking about Spider-Man. Uh, Tobey Maguire was my favorite until this new dude uh, came along. I finally got to watch Spider-Man Homecoming, by the way. It's a great movie. He's yeah. watching shit out of order. It's bugging yeah. me. Uh, look, that, so you're talking about Tom Holland. Yes, Tom Holland. I I really like Tom Holland as Peter Parker, but mm-hmm. I like Tobey Maguire better as Spider-Man. I actually think Tom does a better both. Me too. It's, it's really hard, but I think he does better both. And and the the thing about... We, we got to see the birth of Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire's, mm-hmm. but... It was like he just instantly knew how to be Spider-Man. Yeah. And we kind of oh, learned. No, that's Tom what, that's, is learning. Yeah, that's how. one of the things I did really like about him as Spider-Man is, uh, especially in Homecoming, he's so clunky. Yeah. And he's kind of bad at web-slinging. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah. Where I was going with this... It's not like five minutes of out on the roof doing this shit and you're going to learn it. And that's that's what I like <laughs> yeah. so much about Tom. Yeah, the chase sequence where like he misjudged distance. Yeah. And yeah, I really enjoyed that. My thing, where I was going with it, is... The quip and the quick comeback, mm-hmm. I thought Toby did better. I think... Uh, well, Toby, I guess the Toby, physical Spider-Man, yeah. like the fact that you know you can see him develop, yeah, I do like that better. But it's just a lot of the responses. Yeah. And I know it's writing. I know it's writers. I, mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying, and I agree, but I only agree because Toby's one-liners were better, but he didn't have as many. It's like he was... A more quiet, less talkative. I mean, he had some some smart ass comments, mm-hmm. yeah. but like Tom, I think once he gets comfortable as Spider Man, once Peter gets comfortable as Spider Man, I think his one liners will be better. Yeah. And I, I think, um, I yeah, when you watch Infinity War, we got to watch it together because I think you'll kind of see that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Are you gonna shave for it? I'm willing to do a lot of things to watch that movie. <laughs> Inside joke. Sorry, listeners. Yeah. But, I got uh, it on my hands no, like I, said, I, I really like, I like Toby better as Spider-Man. No, 4K, bro. Yeah. I did. I like oh. Toby better Spider-Man, but I really like Tom as yeah. Peter. But, I mean, again, you got you to account for that 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 nostalgic niche that... that uh, well, that's the first time we ever saw Peter Parker Spider-Man on film was Toby Maguire. Yeah, but yeah. versus the three people who have played him now... I, I don't know. I just think Tom does so much. Uh, like, granted, you know, it does get ingrained because Toby was Peter Parker. But he now that I now that Tom's got him, Peter, whenever Toby had him, never felt like that awkward teen. Now mm. he completely swept it. You know, swept that away. It's like no, yeah. that that's way better as Peter. Conversely, I will I'll fight on this one. I still think Michael Keaton is the best Bruce Wayne. But I don't think he was the best Batman. I'm going to say, going back to Spider-Man real quick, I'm going to say <coughs> Tom Holland plays a better Peter Parker and Spider-Man knowing now what I don't think you know. Um, but I think he does better. I've, I've read some of the comic books where Peter Parker's learning. So I'm kind of associating that. Yeah. Uh, also, 
I I think Andrew Garfield gets honorable mention because his one-liners as Spider-Man, he he was a shit Peter Parker, mm-hmm. but he was a really good Spider-Man. I the think big I think problem with Andrew Garfield was, was it was that, a shitty movie. Oh yeah, I think he the movie was such mo- <laughs> shit. He was a male model. Yeah, like, and he was way too pretty to be Peter. Exactly. It's like, oh, he's an awkward teenager. And Tom, they don't look like your first right. choice. Yeah. Right. He's like, oh, I'm awkward. Yeah. I'm a teenager. And it's like, fuck he, no, he, he could have had everyone yeah, in the he, high school. Like, he, he never, like I said, he was a <laughs> shitty Peter Parker because he wasn't, even his acting. And I don't think it was his acting. I think it was the writing. It's like but, Jason Presley playing a teenager for 40 years. Yeah. I mean, no. no. <laughs> but, uh, but Andrew, as Peter Parker, he never really conveyed awkwardness and, and not fitting in. Yeah. And he was just a really shitty Peter Parker. But his Spider-Man was pretty fucking good because he could yeah. come up with some one-liners and and he would like there was one I can't remember what it was but in the first one when he confronted the first group of bad guys because you know there's all in every superhero movie there's when they're learning there's a group no of generic good. bad guys but his first just group suck at bad guidery yeah I, I can't remember exactly what was said but I remember Garfield's Spider-Man said something really funny and I liked yeah. it yeah um, but no, as far as as far as Spider Man goes, Tom is is one all fields for that. Um, Toby, honorable mention because of the first Spider Man. Um, I do believe the writing in Spider Man Three takes that way down. I think if Spider Man Three had happened differently, maybe I would rank <laughs> Toby a little bit higher. Um, Andrew Garfield secret oh uh, sequence. Yeah, that. Uh. I actually ordered. Um, Pretty much every I haven't I, I should have just got the omnibus it would have been cheaper, but uh, I ordered a bunch of tie-ins between uh, Venom and Spider-Man here recently. But another story. Oh, I was really hoping you were saying you ordered some jazz dance lessons. Oh uh, <laughs> no, I'm pretty good at that without that. Mm. I, I can't be any worse than fucking Peter Parker and Spider-Man Three at the jazz. What about you, Patrick? Best what? Peter Parker, best Spider-Man. Um. I really honestly think that uh, Tom Holland is the best of both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, easily. So you so, think... So let's wrap it together. Well, I mean, what I think is probably going to end up closing out the podcast. Yeah. But So you think Michael Keaton played the best Bruce Wayne. Yes. Who played the best Batman? I, man, I, I hate to say it, but I think that... Um, yep. Uh, fuck what's his name uh, Christian Bale Jude yeah. Law Jude Law Val Kilmer <laughs> Val Kilmer oh Law. god oh no George Clooney he was terrible at both <laughs> I like George but man that was the wrong casting mm. <clears throat> I really like Christian Bale's Batman but uh, Michael Keaton to me is just the best Bruce yeah. Wayne I, I agree with you on that all the way around because Michael Keaton could play because Bruce Wayne, he was a billionaire playboy, but he couldn't really fit in. He, he didn't know so how. He was net. very awkward. Yeah, and and I think Michael Keaton nailed that. And and yeah. Christian whole, Bale was way too good at being a playboy. Yeah, yeah, for obvious reasons. Because like the whole dinner. Um, with Michael Keaton, the whole dinner where he's at the end of the enormously long table. With, uh, fucking, what's her face? Michelle Pfeiffer? No. That was the second one. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Anyway. That was, um... Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger, yeah. Kim Basinger. Really? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Wow. We're old. Yeah. 
Man. Right now, there's at least two listeners going, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you underestimate that number. I figure there's only six listeners. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. The Three whole, are at this table. <laughs> the whole talking across this enormous table thing. Like, yeah, that, that really sells the idea of he's disconnected and he doesn't really have a clue on, uh, you know, proper etiquette. It's just... Well, this is the this is the table, and we're going to eat at this table across from each other. What really stands out to me about Christian Bell's Batman is when he has to stop the party and he gets drunk, fake drunk. Yes. Yeah, and and he he does that way too well, and I mean that's just he shouldn't be able to do that so well. <coughs> yeah, because it, it seems like oh well, he's always been in this position of being the billionaire, and it's like no, he spent the majority of his time not being a billionaire. Yeah. And, out and about, or, or when he comes back in Batman Begins and then resumes being chairman of the board, he was way too smooth at yeah. that. You just spent fucking years in the mountains yeah. chasing flowers. I mean, you you should not be able to just swing back in just and a little bit. Yeah. Off. Well, here's a good one versus one: the the party scene in Batman uh, Begins versus the original Batman. Whenever Bruce Wayne's throwing a party, whereas Christian Bale's very smoothy, very easy. You know, it was like something came up. Okay, fine. I know exactly what to do. Fakes being drunk. The original Batman, when Bruce Wayne threw a party, he barely knew how to talk to people. Yeah, he just kind of stood yeah, off. Yeah, he and... meets up with uh, Kim Basinger's character and uh, her boss in that armor room. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, this is the one that just, this is always going to be Bruce Wayne to me. Whenever her boss jokes about, oh, I need funding. Alfred comes up and says something to him, and he's like, "Okay, you know, please go so and uh, get him funding." And walks out. He didn't even know it was a joke. Yeah. And then what's he do for the rest of the party? Spends the time behind the scenes watching cameras of people yeah. in his house. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Because he's more comfortable not being around. <laughs> yeah. I was like, see that to me, that's Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Very aloof, just completely no social skills. But then, like I said, is you know Christian Bale's Batman fit in so much more with what I think of the Dark Knight. It reminds me of a comic book where Wonder Woman uses the lasso of truth on Superman and Batman. And she she they're they're all holding it. It's in the loop and they're all holding it. And Wonder Woman says, I'm whatever her uh, yeah, I don't know enough about Wonder Woman, but whatever her real name is, I'm the <laughs> Might as well be. I'm the princess of whatever, blah blah blah, and then it goes over to Superman. Superman says, "I'm Kal El from Krypton," blah 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 blah, and then it goes to Batman, and he says, "I'm Batman." Yeah. That's yeah. that's it. that's his identity. Yes. So uh, that's that's really it. And and I mean, thinking about Christian Bale's Bruce Wayne again, there's another scene in one of the movies where he's going to some restaurant and he's got two women on his arm. Yeah. That's not fucking Bruce. That's not Batman. And there is no Bruce Wayne. There's Batman. Yeah, because yeah. Bruce, Bruce is better Bruce, than Bruce, Batman. Batman is Bruce, and Bruce is fucking... Batman is Batman, and Batman is Bruce. And there's no... But, yeah. So... Were you trying to say Batman is Batman I don't and know Bruce anymore, is Batman? man. There's been a lot of liquor and beer going on. I'm a pirate. <laughs> I'm still drinking rum. <laughs> um, who's, who's some other combo characters? Well, I guess we could get into Superman. Who who was the best Clark and who was the best Superman? Oh, oh man. Uh, maybe this is nostalgia, but man, Christopher Reeve, I think, just did better at both. 
I, uh, I mean, buttholes clenched for who's gonna say uh, new guy. What's his name? Henry Cavill. Hen- Henry Cavill. I who's honestly, gonna say him? I Fingers think crossed that Henry Cavill did better. At what? <laughs> I think he was a uh, okay. I fucking he was hate he was ripped. I mean, he did that okay. <laughs> Zack Snyder is a piece of shit. Okay, I, yeah. I hate yeah. him. I hate his movies. He's fucking stupid, and he doesn't know what he's doing half the time. He will put anything in slow motion and be like, aha, this is beauty. This is art. What I hate about Zack is he has no creative ability whatsoever. No. Like, there has got to be a way for you to have Batman versus Superman without Batman having a gun. Yeah. There has oh, got yeah. to be a way you could have written that to make Batman yeah. not kill anybody. But you knew he was like... This would be cool. It's like he fucking wrote himself into a, a fucking corner that didn't exist. I like guns. Yeah. So I, it just didn't like make guns. any fucking sense to me. Zack Snyder is a fucking hack. I hate him. But anyway. See, why, so I need to know. I was just talking to Zack Snyder the other day. Yeah? And he's like, you know that Patrick guy? He's great. <laughs> well, he can suck my dick. Man. Um, so what do you like about Cavill? Cavill. Because okay, um, yeah. he definitely has better CGI. <laughs> Unless it's on his his fucking beard that they had to that CJ out because that was mustache. not better. Jesus, um, I like. <laughs> Why does your jaw look so weird? Because <laughs> it's fucking Christopher Reeves. I like uh, Cavill's ability uh, to to be dark and brooding and angry. To well, okay, so that's too far. Um, <laughs> I like the fact that he is, uh, you know, you know, buff one. That's great. Uh, two, because he he look he looks good in his blue spandex. That's what you liked about Cavill's. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, but like I'm I'm waiting on a good answer. He fits the body profile. Two, um, I like I like it when he's being Clark Kent and being Superman. Like, there's a difference. And like, there's a bit there. It's it's really if you think about him and you separate him from Zack Snyder's fucking. I don't know, fuck the dog, bullshit, piece of shit, uh, direction. Zach spoke so highly of Patrick. Well, you know, he's free to suck my dick. Um, he liked him so much, you can think of I really hate Zack Snyder. He is so shit. I mean, uh, I, I get what you're saying, I, I think. With a better director, Henry Cavill could be a really good Superman, and that's what I see in him. I, th- I think Henry Cavill could... I think he has the potential to be a good enough actor to pull off the part. Yeah, exactly. With the writing that he had, he didn't. No. And I have no other method to measure that. Yeah. Because I've only seen him be that dark... All the way back to Superman... Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Superman... Super, I like Superman Returns. <coughs> I thought fucking... What's his name? I thought he did good. Um... Yeah, I don't remember his name. Yeah, nobody remembers his name. You know what I do remember? What's that? Is that I have to pee. <laughs> do you remember his name? Nope. Well, that's that's going to be rough for you since we're not going to pause to pee or look up anybody's names. We're not? Nope. So Brandon Ruth in Superman Returns, I think he did a really good awkward Clark and a pretty good... I mean, if, if we're going on riptedness, like Patrick was, <laughs> I think he did a pretty good Superman. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think it's Superman Returns was the real first chance to see Superman on the big screen uh, since the days of Christopher Reeve. And I, I think 
I, I don't know. I, a lot of people shit on that movie. I thought it was okay, and I haven't not. I haven't. I haven't not. I have not <laughs> seen that movie in quite some time. But I'm always every time I think of that movie, the first thing I think about is one of the first scenes in the movie where Lois is on a plane and out, and Superman's been gone for fucking years, and the plane starts to crash and Superman returns. And mm. saves the plane. I see what they uh, did there. That's the name of the movie. Uh, and Superman returns and saves the plane. And now all of a sudden, I never Clark Kent, Clark Kent is back as well. Cock Kent. Cock, Cock Kent. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, no, I thought Christopher Reeve did a really good job as both. Um, I think he did a really good bumbling, awkward Clark. And... The way he played Superman, even though all the thing, the only thing that was different was the sun, the glasses, sunglasses. Yeah, weather glasses. But I think he played both parts at believable enough that people could question. There's no way that's Superman. So I will give him that. But as far as who played the better Superman, Tom Welling. Um, I still think Nicholas Cage. Fucking Smallville. Cage. Oh, Smallville. Smallville was amazing. Nicholas Cage. God. For like a day. <laughs> for like six. <laughs> like days. a fucking day. But, mm. uh, yeah. The hair, the ripness. Yes. Not of any of it. Who, why, when? You know, that time when Superman. Found all the hidden clues in the National Monuments. Loved it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And they had to steal all the cars. <laughs> it was great. That's a combination. <laughs> oh, real quick. <clears throat> I mean, fire this one off. Just super right, quick. Go best, ahead. Best Joker. God. Okay. This is not a fair question to me because I watched The Shining today. Oh, man. On on this day, <laughs> I watched The Shining, and the whole time I kept watching Jack Nicholson, I kept thinking, man, if Batman could have been made right after this movie, he would have been the right size, because he was a little bit bigger in, in Batman, and he would have had more hair, because he was kind of leaning toward the bald side in Batman. But the whole time I kept thinking, that is a great Joker. Like, all of his crazy mannerisms, everything just lined up with the Joker. Heath Ledger. But, like you say, I still got to go back to Heath playing the best Joker. Every Everybody single, says that. But every single thing about Heath Ledger's performance, to me, was pure Joker. It was chaos. It was, yeah. it was not... Oh, I hate X, and though so I'm going to fight X. No, it was... I love chaos. Chaos is what I live for, and it's going to be what I die for. Chaos is this, this um, the main line of what I want. If Jack Nicholson, in his prime, was cast as the Joker in Nolan's Batman, would he have played a better Batman than Heath Ledger? Joker? Yeah. Uh, Joker. Sorry. Um, Would he have played a better Joker than Heath Ledger? It's hard to say because I think there's a lot of um, Jack Nicholisms. That's a thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're gonna have to study up on that. Right. But look at his recent, you know, some of the more recent movies of his, like uh, the the, uh, the Departed. Um, some of his mannerisms and everything is very much him. It's very much Jackal Nichols. Jack Jackal Jackal Nichols. Jackal Nichols. He's a goddamn gangster. We're fucking pirates tonight. <laughs> uh, for me, honestly, it's a tie, and depending on what night it is, it jockeys back and forth between Jack Nicholson and Heath Ledger. But my thing is, is I, I still think Jack has the edge on it because of all the people who have played him, even down to Mark Hamill who did the voice of him in the video games. Oh, yeah. And Jack cookies. seemed to kind of make that bridge between uh, Cesar Romero, who was the Joker back in the old uh, yeah. Batman yeah. miniseries yeah. with Adam West, uh, that, you know, just absolute over-the-top campy comic book character, the, the literal clown Joker. And the Heath Ledger dark brooding one. I, I just really liked how Jack was a Joker who would do something campy and stupid. But as you got older, you kind of saw the dark and macabre side of it. And mm-hmm. I will... Uh, man, I'm always going to dig. And Maybe I'm a fanboy, but the original Batman, uh, after he shocks... Uh, uh, damn, I can't think of his name now. He shocks old dude to death, burns him down to a skeleton... And the whole bit was, I'm glad you're dead. And just laughs his way out of there. And it's like, as a kid, you're like, oh, it's a villain. As you go over, you're like, that's pretty macabre. <laughs> and you start seeing a lot more like the darker sides of the jokes that you just assume yeah. was, you know, oh, okay, he's the bad guy. As a kid, you get older, you're like, okay, I can see two sides of that mm-hmm. coin. I think Jack's still my favorite by an edge with Heath Ledger right behind it. See, that's the same thing I like about Heath Ledger is... And you know you have the great scenes where he's speaking and getting this point across and everything else is, is wonderful. But what I really love about Heath Ledger's performance is whenever he's not speaking, like you, like the point where he is hanging out the side of the cop car and swerving just back and forth. There's nothing spoken but his face. Yeah. Everything about his mannerisms—he's—he's he's much better at, at having a physical performance than the others. Yeah, two bits on that one. At one, Heath—that's why I said it, it jockeys from time to time. And he, like I said, I don't. Maybe I can't decide between the two. Mm. But Heath Ledger was the first time Joker ever actually felt threatening. Yeah, it's the first time, and I'll go yeah. so far as I'll say that he scared yeah. me as a character. I'll agree with that. Yeah. But that particular scene. Right after the the police department, you know, it was all set up in the whole run. And he's driving the cop car, eyes closed, swerving back and forth. Mm -hmm. That was the only time in any of the Joker's incarnations he didn't even feel human. Yeah. Like, he literally just seemed like a monster. He achieved his goal of becoming this extraordinary essence of chaos and destruction. Which is weird because I don't know if I would hold Jack Nicholson that high if it weren't for Heath's performance being that anchor. Because he was that kind of middle ground between campy, hokey, pow, whack Adam West Joker Mm. and that dark side. He kind of had that both. I think without Cesar Romero and Heath Ledger, I don't think Jack would be the top of my list. Hmm. Uh, this This is what the issue I have with Joker. 
when Jack did it, he only had one film adaptation to take it from. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Burton did Batman and Batman Returns, he was trying to keep it pretty close to the comics. Mm-hmm. So they cast Jack, and Jack researched Cesar Romero. Mm-hmm. That was his inspiration. And if you look, if you compare those two, they are very close. Mm-hmm. So Jack did a really good Caesar Joker. Mm-hmm. But then whenever Nolan came along, he wanted to redo Batman. And and he'll, he'll to this day he still says that Batman's a different universe Batman. Yeah. That that's that's why you got a weird Batmobile and you got you got all these weird things going on and that's a different kind of Joker. And for whatever reason now we have every different incarnation is oh you can do whatever you want to do with this Joker and I hate that. Still try to keep it a little bit closer to the comics. Yeah. But you had Jack and Caesar that were keeping it closer to those comics. Mm-hmm. And then you had Heath, who kept it closer to the more sinister, serious Joker, the fucking killing joke Joker. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's where you're really... It's really hard to compare those two characters because they were based on two different mm-hmm. comic characters. Same character, but different character if that makes any sense so like I said, that's why i said i think i like jack the most because of the fact that he had that touch of yeah. what would be the mm-hmm. killing joke yeah but he was still that throwback to my childhood as you know the campy literally caesar romero in makeup had them slather yeah. white makeup over his mustache because he refused to shave yeah ha ha joker I, like I said, yeah. that's why i think without the anchors on both sides he might not be at the top of my right. list so but can we all just agree Jared Leto is the That's worst. That's fucking terrible. That's actually well, where I was about to go. Uh, even, have you seen Joaquin's performance in the little leaked clip? Uh, the leaked clip I, I thought was interesting. and I, think... I thought it was still better than Leto's. I'm yes. going to wait to pass judgment on there, but right now Leto is literally the bottom row. Yes. My Awful. issue, my, Awful. My issue with Leto is... Not with the tattoos or anything else like that. That's my, probably my second most issue. My main issue was that you look at this character and you don't see chaos. You see evil. I didn't even see that. And well, so I that, saw a fucking like street thug wanting to be more important than what he ever could be. See, I well, saw see, anarchy for the sake of anarchy, yeah, not even with a purpose. Like, yeah. See, both of that, both of those those descriptions are what I mean, though. It was and just evil. It was just, it was one-sided when Joker is supposed to be multifaceted and be like, not just evil, but want absolute chaos, regardless of if it was good or bad. Like, you know. And at the same time, incredibly cunning. Yeah, exactly. Not Nothing that Jared Leto was. was. Yeah, Yeah. Jared Leto was 100% like, there's no redeeming value here. It's just evil. It's just this one direction, no matter how you look at it. No, and the sad thing just... is, is the only thing that I allow Leto a pass on is literally based on a fan theory. Which, which <laughs> that's another Robin. writer's in yeah. it, that it's actually Robin. Yeah. And that's the only thing. And if a, if a movie goer has to save that character from your performance, it's not good. You shouldn't have been there. Yeah, no, I mean, to me, Jared Leto's Joker was nothing more than he it just like I said, a street thug that somehow accidentally rose to the top of some gang 
And he he's not he's not he doesn't come across mm-hmm. to, to me as intelligent. He doesn't seem like he could strategize his way out of a wet paper bag. No. He he just he just seems like somebody who rose to the top and doesn't know what to do now that he's there. Yeah, like he, he's me, the cat that caught the mouse and does not know what to do with the mouse. Like I said, yeah. to me, it just comes across of I want to watch the world burn. Why? Because that's what people say I should I do. Want to watch the world? Burn. <laughs> okay, now what? The world will I, look. I didn't think any of this through. I it seemed like a really good idea Thursday. I I got this in motion. I'm way out of my. I league got right this now. tattoo Saturday. <laughs> goddammit. it! I don't, I don't know what to do I now. I don't even know a Rosie. <laughs> I want it because I grew up watching MTV Two and I saw yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, I I I'm I listened to a cage. lot of Trent Reznor when I was in high school, <laughs> and I I just I'm mad and I'm a teenager and that's it. I'm like I said, that's mad. that's just it. Is it came my my whole thing is the only reason I let him stay in my head is based upon something a movie so a movie yeah. goer said. All right, what if this connects? Or right, no, no one could never attempt. come if, up with that. So if he is, and the sad thing is, I like Leto. Yeah, I like the guy. I respect mm. what he went through trying to create a Joker in his mind. Sure. Mm. Even like I hear about all the little stunts and shit he pulled on people. A lot of that stuff was just—it wasn't something Joker would do. The the stunts sending I, fucking yeah. condoms to con <laughs> sending fucking condoms to people in the mail. Yeah, that, that's animals. fucking stupid. That dead I, animals. That's not yeah. something Joker would do. That I thought was tacky, but the fact that he actually had himself locked in a prison cell for a night, I was like, all right, we can go to fucking Illinois and do that. It's a fucking. There's two of them. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois. Both Illinois. Well, but, uh, we'll, just, we'll I'm sure the prison can't hold us all, so we'll just I'll go to one Illinois. I'll, up there. Somebody go to Illinois, I'll go to the other Illinois. One of them some bitches in Indiana. One of those I two Illinois combined, they'll But yeah, uh shit. that plus No, that's not uh, like an idiot. I also I added all these, okay? <laughs> I also read where uh, like when he was on tour he actually walked around the cities he was in practicing his laugh in the alleyways. Maybe it's tacky, but to me at least that showed the fact he tried. I just think yeah. he failed. Like I said, I just I, I think the things and that he, he did... maybe just like with uh, Batman and Spider-Man, maybe some of it's just the writing. Maybe some of it he could not control. He so had full control over that character. He made it his. I don't know. I haven't talked to Jared lately. <laughs> well, Next we'll time have he to, texts me, I'll We'll have him. to get him on the phone <laughs> for the next podcast. Yeah. And would would Joker got really terrible be... news to break uh, about what Patrick's opinion was? <laughs> would Joker's real? Would, would he really take the time to line up all these knives around him in this is perfect order and everything else? That part like, I could see. Well, see, and, and to me that seems like too much order for Joker because. To me, again, the big thing about Joker is chaos. Chaos. True, but because of the fact that he had to be so meticulous for so many of his schemes, that does make sense. But he really didn't. A lot of the Joker's schemes, even though they were well thought out, a lot of it was luck. Yeah. Well, that, that, now that, we're not going to get into that, but that does also fall back on the fact of does Joker himself have a superpower? He doesn't. The law of probability. No. That's, yeah. that's the thing about, I mean, Joker. He's, I wouldn't say he's like Domino and has the probability on his side. I just think that 
He's just he can he can manage to stay one step ahead of Batman, yeah. and well, that's I, I don't think that I mean that right there is the perfect example. Can Leto's Joker stay one step ahead of this Batman? No. Number one, because this Batman will fucking blow his head off. Number yeah. two, <laughs> this Batman got a gap. <laughs> number two, fucking this Joker's not that smart. See, that's one thing about Joker that I really like is that it's not that he plans so meticulously ahead. Is that he says, oh, well, my first plan is I'm going to get bats to fall into this vat of chemicals. My second plan, he makes these other plans. Contingency. Exactly. And it's not based on logic. It's based on just in case. Chance. Yeah. But, I mean, within itself, I mean, like I said, that comes across as this very meticulous planning. Only thing is, at the end of the fuse, it's always chaos. Yeah. It's always just this means to the end of, and once it does blow, I got nothing. Let's see how the cards fall. Well, and yeah. and and the Joker in the comics is not afraid to be desperate. I mean, and you've got Jared Leto, who doesn't seem like he would ever admit to being yeah. desperate. Because, no. and I, this takes me back to the killing joke, Joker, he got down to the point that he just went to the fucking apartment and shot her. Mm-hmm. That was desperation. I grabbed a crowbar. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that he he can he can do the dirty work himself. Would 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 Leto's Joker actually do the dirty yeah. work? Like no. he he may yeah. want he may Leto's want the pride and accomplishment too, uh, too manipulative. Yeah. he needs somebody else yeah. to do. It. I mean he, he may he may want to he he may be so cocky that <coughs> he has to be the one to kill Batman. But is he really worried about Robin? Or even less than that, is he worried about Barbara Gordon? Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like that. No, not really. No. So what, what's the next thing? The next topic, <laughs> we're, let, let's let's talk about the perfect soundtrack to listen to while talking or taking while talking. <sighs> <laughs> Ahoy! Uh, <laughs> that's somebody's my got to get this bottle away from me. <laughs> uh, the perfect soundtrack to listen to whilst consuming and enjoying, enjoying hallucinogenics. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Enjoying. Hallucinogenics, mushrooms, LSD, etc. Okay, so I have a, a decent. A de- yes, yes. <laughs> I have a decent bit of experience with hallucinogens. Um, in my personal experience, uh, honestly, uh, things with a driving beat. Uh, a beat. Well, that- no, man. A beat sounds kind of hardcore. <laughs> A beat that doesn't really shift up or down, it keeps consistent no matter the melody. So the melody can change, but as long as the beat in the background stays consistent, it's good. So my reasoning there is that, okay, let's say you... Keep talking, we're drinking. (laughs) Let's say you listen to Radiohead after consuming... A, a couple grams of mushrooms. The issue with Radiohead is even though you can have the tracks that have a decent beat. I made that one really scalawag. <laughs> Go get the scurvy. <laughs> Most of the tracks are going to have. What are you saying? Well, I feel I'm, like, look, I'm no offense, there. but I'm I feel like there. this is taking a long time. <laughs> I'm getting there. I've already had like two shots from a bottle and he's made another rum and coke. So you get the beat. Actually, in the I background. think I made a rum and cook. Because that son of a bitch is ready to be a swashbuckler. Rum and Company. Rum and Co. Alright, so basically I'm saying a beat. that 
if a song has a driving beat and it comes ahead of the the melody, then it's easier to deal with while while tripping. Uh, if you have less of a beat and more melody driven music, it's gonna get confusing and it's difficult to deal with because it's just difficult to deal with. That's not Okay. Uh, from somebody who has zero experience with uh, chemical hallucinogens and <clears throat> limited experience with organic hallucinogens, uh, to me, the best one, uh, and again, this is subjective because it's all within your own skull size kingdom. It's what's inside your own head. But for me, it's something that's moderate paced can't be too quick and really does not need to be slow. Mm. You don't want anything that's going to be a downer and nothing too fast. that's going to be too hyper too quick, you know, get your brain going too fast, a moderate, easy paced, uh, and real heavy on chords. So, and I know this is cliche and I'm sorry, but something like the grateful dead, uh, fish, uh, if, if you can find some, then God almighty, it's going to show my age. But some of like Roy Orbison's jam session, sessions, <laughs> where it's just, you know, a lot of riffs, a lot of chords over and over, just something to enjoy and groove on. Yeah, that. Just something that kind of keeps the pleasant, all right, this is expansive thing idea going. I just, I feel like, like your, your main criteria was beat. Mm. And... I don't agree. I mean, granted, I've I've I have I've never done hallucinogenics at all, <laughs> but I just I don't see like I feel like it needs to be something you know, you want to keep a good happy trip, and and you don't need to have something that's you you need to have something up and perky and 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 smooth and something that's not up and down and and when you say beat, I, I think about the song I'm gonna play, and I think this would be an awful fucking trip. No, it's no, got a, it's got no. a beat. It does, but no, that. Oh no! Idea. I know it'd be terrible. Even if you did listen to that while you were tripping, it would sound completely different. The beat would be slower, and the highs would be melodies instead of words. So you'd right. be okay with tripping to that, yeah? Because it's got a beat. The, yeah, because the difference in how it would sound would it be a little more active than I prefer? Sure, I prefer something slower. Something like FX Twin. Well, that's um, what I'm asking for. I'm asking for soundtrack. I'm not asking for a type. I'm not asking for criteria. Mm. I'm asking for what, what, on your ideal soundtrack, what songs would be there? FX Twin. Is that a song or a group? Group. Song. Group. Song. Group. Criteria is song. Alright, Just the whole fucking thing. Yeah. E- example. There's a lot of FX Twin. I think a really good one to trip out to. <laughs> good, good audio. It's great audio. It's gonna be good. It's low anyway. Don't worry right. about it. All right. Uh, a really good one to listen to is Grateful Dead live trucking, the twenty-five minute version. Oh God! Jesus because Christ. of the fact that there's not a lot. They do all the lyrics, but it's way spaced out. It's mostly just that same riff over and over. And it's not too fast. It's definitely not a downer. It's just something you can kind of 
get into, keep you at a moderate pace. See, to me, too much of the same thing over yeah. and over is going to lock me into like a, a spiral. Like I know there's not really a sense of time, but I feel like if I heard it for an extended amount of time, the same thing... I'd start to freak out, and, and my brain would try to figure out why. What's broken? What's start happening? Looping, yeah. Why? Why? Why am I broken and hearing the same thing for so long? See, the experience I had, there was no concept of time, and it very well could have been I listened to it for two minutes or twenty-two minutes. I'm not really <laughs> sure, but if it uh, now I did not have this experience, but it's something I would try to avoid. If it were too fast or complicated, like what you just played. I'm afraid that would get too many gears spinning upstairs mm. and open the door oh, yeah. to possibilities yeah. something else. Uh, like I said, like a lot of fish tracks, it's just jam. No lyrics, yeah. just jamming for a while. As like I said, because of the fact that there's no real direct focus on something, you know, if, if uh, whenever I whenever I enjoyed a, a good mushroom trip when I was much younger, if somebody would have actually looked at me and said, Dude, how long have we been listening to this? My honest answer would be, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we've either been listening to this for 45 seconds or the last hour. Yeah. Either one is a feasible answer. Mm-hmm. So it's like I said, just something that kind of keeps that pace to me is a good answer for me. Like I said, something that just grooves on through at a moderate pace. Again, though, disclaimer... That's inside my skull. Everybody's going to be a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Mm. Which we do not recommend you do any hallucinogenic substances, but if you do, please do them with somebody who's done them before. Definitely. Like me. <laughs> and share. Yeah, just email Patrick at 3 guysbeercom I'm sure he'll walk you be through like, it. like, I want to do mushrooms. I'll be like, we'll share and we'll do them. <laughs> You're like, look, man, let me show you the colors. <laughs> mm. What about you? What do you think would be good? Well, um, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm easy. I, I'm, I'm thinking, which, I mean, again, I've never, never taken hallucinogenics, but I'm thinking, well, like some Floyd, some Zeppelin, and. And I mean that that normal the doors maybe and see Floyd would almost worry me because of some you know some of those like drastic shifts they did in chords you'd have to be selective yeah like I w- I don't think the wall would be good at all uh, <laughs> I I think I might no. smash Pat, the Patrick device. was a very yes. adamant no <laughs> I think I might smash whatever device that's on me like I'll pay you when I'm sober dude. Because that's going to send me down a wormhole my brain doesn't need to go down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon, maybe. Mm, that, yeah, yeah. Just because that, right. just cause that's real mellow. The worst thing with that is the background side effect, sound effects. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. The laughing and stuff. Yeah, that would be bad. And and another thing is, I went to a planetarium a few years ago, and they did a laser light show to the soundtrack of Pink Floyd. 
and I'm afraid my brain would relate that to the stars and floating and lasers, and that may oh, be bad. Oh, absolutely. It would, it so would, it would, it would trigger that memory, and that may be bad. It's, um, yeah. Well, if you ever in your distant future decide to enjoy hallucinogenic, you're going to relate to the stars. <laughs> yeah. In a way um, you don't understand. And but some, some beetles, um... Very selective there. I mean, I don't. I don't think uh, a yellow submarine might make me think about drowning underwater or something. I mean, I, it'd have to be pretty selective. <laughs> Good sound. Um, oh yeah, it's a bad connection. A lot of crunches in this episode. Bad connections. Whew, my mouth is hot. <laughs> Patrick's over there doing rails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah. Well, like I said, mine, mine are just these, like like I said, these really long kind of jam session things. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't remember what year it was, but there's actually a live in concert version of Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison. I've heard it. It's good. That's 14 minutes long. Mm-hmm. But you, you know what? I could see me just well, kind of getting lost in that riff. Something that you could think about is... Hey, Roy formed a mini super band toward the end of his life. And it was George Harrison, Tom Petty, and somebody else. Um, really? Which there's probably listeners right now that are screaming at me for not knowing the fourth person. That would be Dylan at 3 <laughs> But uh, But yeah, it was a little mini super band. And they, I can't remember it now. Now I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah. But um, Damn, that's another random tidbit this week. Yeah. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, Patrick's over there suffering again. When your face does that, it's not supposed to be food, man. <sighs> Roy Orbison, Tom Petty, Bob Dylan. I'm so sorry for forgetting wow. that. Um, Bob Dylan, George Harrison, <clears throat> Jeff Lynn, Roy Orbison, and Tom Petty. <clears throat> and they were called the Traveling Wilburys. <laughs> I bet you that's the 14 minute track I heard then. Could be. Yeah. That seems like a group be like, you know what? Fuck lyrics. We're just going to keep this going. <laughs> but yeah, that, that we could probably do some of those. Hypothetically, of course. Uh, yes. Not in the real world. Mm. So, I think we're all pretty drunk after this one. <laughs> I'm burning. Patrick's over there torturing himself with things that shouldn't be eaten. But it's so tasty. No, it's not. Uh, Dylan was drinking straight out of a rum bottle. Yeah, I was doing that. That was a thing. I've had enough rum and cokes. I almost feel like it's time to hit the high seas and loot a a Spanish galleon. Somebody fire up the dinghy. (laughs) Uh, So, if, if we're about to... Try to bring this flaming dumpster to a halt. You're so critical of our podcast. I listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear us three, four days later. Uh, let me just take this time to say, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for making it this far into whatever the hell this thing just was. Yeah. If you hear me right now, that means you are one of the few survivors of this long-running edition of the happy hour and if you would please throw us a rating and review on itunes it helps us spread our podcast get us more listeners 
ever increasing the ranks of the Drunkards Guild, oh, which are all of you fantastic listeners out there. Oh, yeah. um, please reach out to us on any of our social medias. You can find us at Three Guys Network yeah. oh, on yeah. YouTube yeah. and Facebook. You can find us at Three Guys Beer on Twitter and Instagram. Excellent. We always try to have at least once or twice a week some freshly fun content coming up. Yeah. Any yes. of the episodes that we post from Three Guys Beer Reviews, you'll find not only on our YouTube channel, but we try to make everybody on our social media mm-hmm. aware of it. So yeah. you can watch along to what ever it is that we actually do. If you'd like to email the show, you can reach out to us individually. It's going to be Patrick at threeguysbeer.com. Dylan at threeguysbeer.com. Good luck spelling that. Or it's D-I-L-L-O-N. Shit. D-Y-L-A-N. A lot of people do that. Yeah, it's D-I-L-L-O-N. Dylan. Yeah, that's how you get a hold of him. If you want to yell at him for getting about Roy Orbison, that's who you email. Technically, I forgot uh, not about Roy, but about Bob. That's what I said. Ahoy. Roy was the whole subject. I, I didn't forget about him. Hold on one second. Shiver me timbers. Ugh, avast. I've had That's a good so much rum. How do we find you? And if you want to get a hold of me and correct me on all the shit that I've slurred up, mistaked, or just got wrong. Spoken in cursive. I am wi- Five, I'm speaking eight. in italics. It's fancy, you fuck. <laughs> I am Two, William six, at one, you done? Yeah. Okay. Are you at least going to talk with your eyes open? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am William at threeguysbeer.com. At uh, each one three of those, guys. that's T-H-R-E-E. Really? <laughs> hey, go ahead. Each one of those, <laughs> that's T-H-R-E-E, the word three, not the number. Not the number. And we look forward to hearing from you. We're going to get back to you, and if it's good enough, you might actually hear it called out here on the show. Yeah, if it's good enough, we'll be on you. He might, I won't. Nah, I'm going to pass. <clears throat> Thank you guys so much. Thanks. For letting us come back. Thank you for joining us here at the bar. And with all the odd looks we're getting here, I think it's probably time we mosey on out of here. Hope to see you next week, everybody. Keep sorry about the mess. Lost count of the bounties upon my head. Boba Fett said I owe a debt too bad that the That's off. Happy hours. Happy hours over. Really? This time you three need to go. All right, Patrick, get on your horse. Now get your dick out of the horse and let's go. Ah, uh, yeah. That's disturbing. All the way up in it. Somebody needs to call Peter. Peter's well aware. <coughs>